1: It's Stephanie, Stephanie Megan, you're, you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Because therapy. <laughs> therapy, therapy is too expensive. Too expensive. You're, listening you're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Girl therapy. 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 Yellow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yellow. You sound fucking different when you say that. <laughs> no. You sound American. Oh, thank y'all. Yellow. Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow. Uh, <laughs> Yellow. <laughs> All right, we'll get started. You ready? Yes. You ready? Yes. Hi, guys. It's me, Sophie Megan, your host of Rocal Therapy. and Guess the fuck. What? It's me. It's Jessica me, motherfucking it's me, oh Clark. Lord. In the motherfucking building, prayer. bitch. I love you. I love you more, friend. I know. We used to used to be my intern, producer, roommate. All day, all day. <laughs> An occasional co-host well, now. Once
2: I had to you in my life, I'm not wasn't <laughs> letting go. So there was that.
1: We got drunk the first night that we met. So
2: drunk. We all knew what's on the story. <laughs> all, and that's the day I knew this was we got drunk. We smoked cloves, girl, we were living our bed. And I life. miss
1: smoking cigarettes
2: girl my lungs don't miss it i know
1: i'm i've been having like low-key asthma attacks lately girl you don't need to miss nothing (laughs) like i like even when i laugh you can tell that i'm just like gasping for air like like, it's just awful like it's not cute girl love well we're here to talk about toxic traits within ourselves within partner or like you know when we're dating someone um, in the manifesta- I can't remember the manifest a man episode. You talk about how you could be a manipulative person. <laughs> so let's talk about it. So
2: manipulative, I was the worst. Yeah, in the best kind of way. But these <laughs> is
1: like I was actually shocked when you said that because I was like, whoa, like I've never heard anyone just say like, oh, I'm manipulative. Yeah, this like, that's like that's like that's like self awareness. I have.
2: I have the gift of manipulation, <laughs> and it can be used for good or evil jeez
1: (laughs) have you ever manipulated me no
2: no no it doesn't it (laughs) doesn't typically happen with friends it happens more with. i can see that when you
1: said that i was like i could see that with like relationships with you i think a
2: lot of women manipulate men in in different forms we all do it (laughs) we all do it i just i just know but there is toxic manipulation which i mastered so well and men fell for it all the time. What, what was
1: your manipulation? What's, what was your game? <laughs> just my
2: banter. I used to just. I used to. Talk, I can. I got a sweet mouth, so I can w- phrase words and I can phrase sentences in a way that's like, "Oh, let me help you, or let me do this for you." Like so, what? So let me. Example. Okay, let me think. I would be like, um, <coughs> "What would I say?" I would say something like, "Oh, um, I'm hungry." You know, but, but um, I really can't, um, but I, I'm, I'm at home right now or like I'm out right now and I won't be home till late and da, 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 uh, And they'll be like, you know, what else are you going to say? But, oh, let me bring you food or, right. you know, let me do this. And in my mind, I always, I know that, at, and I can always tell when that, that guy is that kind of person. Right. Because I used to always date men with like money. Right. So <laughs> that was my thing. Like,
1: if yeah, when you- you're always very much. I remember when we first met; you're always just like, they have to be like-
2: every like. Especially in college, a lot of the people know me. I was like, I'm about to, yeah, I'm about to. Ho-. I was in like 21, like, yeah, I'm about to take this trip to Italy. Like, and people would just look at me like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "My boyfriend's playing me out. He's a soccer player in Italy." And people would just look at me like, that's "Wait, crazy. so he's a soccer player in Italy?" Yes, he was up. I met him in Ghana. Uh huh. And then when I moved to America, he moved to Italy to play. So he was like profe- a professional oh, yeah. soccer player. He was a professional. So we could
1: Google player. him. <laughs>
2: hi he's married now oh but um yeah so (laughs) (laughs) i cheated on him a lot you did yeah but i told him every time and he'd be okay with it every single time the third time he didn't wasn't very happy with it so he that's the i was that was like the final straw i kind of feel like he was cheating on me too though but he never admitted
1: it. I mean, he's a, a fucking professional athlete. Of course he was cheating yeah.
2: but he used used, uh, But he used to always, like, whenever I used to call him, like, he used to always just be at home or, you know, whatever, blase, blase. I never
1: knew you cheated on, like, Yeah, I cheated
2: a couple times, but every time I cheated, but okay, I think the cheating was also self-sabotage because another part of my
1: manipulation was, I'm going to sound like such a trash person. No, like, but I think that's I'm thing, a recovered
2: like, manipulator. Yeah,
1: no, 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 but I think that, like, I think that's number one is like you are owning up to your toxic traits yes. because that's how you become better is when you right. own up and be like yo I'm this type of person like
2: yeah I and I have to watch that I'm conscious of it right. so like for example I used to um I used to say to him like he wasn't an affectionate person and actually from the app that we were using um it, it was just saying I, my, one of my love languages words of affirmation okay. and he was a person that was a doer like he used to just acts of service yeah acts of service so he used to just do things for me that should show that that's how he translates his love right but because my love language is more words of affirmation I used to say to him like I'm gonna break up with you or I cheated on you so that he'll be like he would his devastation will kind of show how much he loved me right that-
1: <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Or, Jesus. like, yeah, like, but, I, can, I, but I, I feel like I kind of relate in that way because sometimes, like, I would always try to get, like, low key, like, my ex boyfriends, like, jealous,
2: yeah, just so
1: that, like, I could see them get jealous and, like, m- make me feel wanted,
2: exactly. Oh, I'd be like, I don't want to do this anymore,
1: and then he would, that's when I used to do that a lot with my high school boyfriend. I was young but i used to do that a lot with my high school boyfriend like i would break up up with him all the time just because i would want him to beg for me back yes
2: exactly yeah. and so he would like jesus am i manipulative yeah that's very manipulative and destructive behavior
1: i don't do that anymore
2: i don't do it anymore either i mean i ain't got nobody to do it and with. like with i mean
1: with chris now i'm like i i don't i don't even i don't play that
2: but uh, then now i know that i can't be with someone that doesn't mask that that doesn't give me words of affirmation like that's just a love language of mine that's how i translate love and so i have to match the person that i'm with that suits my love language or else i'm going to somehow like consciously or unconsciously try and get that out of them but you can't get something from someone that someone already doesn't have you know right right and so yeah so that would so you're also
1: a part of it so I'm, I'm also toxic behavior oh shit yeah because i mean I feel, yeah looking back i mean granted though it's like it's hard because it's like i was i was in that relationship from 15 to 20 years old but i remember like towards the end i will say like my ex was sick of my shit because i was so used to being spoiled by him because again he had he had money yeah like oh shit are we the same <laughs> He had money and he definitely took care of me and I was so used to like, and he was very much in love with me um, and his family loved me and um, and I felt very safe with him, you know? And I don't think that like he would ever really leave me to be quite honest. i um, again, naive. yeah, I, um, think him, I'm I haven't been know. abandoned yet at this age. So that's why <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I didn't think that someone could leave. Um, I think I'm completely different now, but back then I just thought like he'd stick around, you know? And I would like, I would break if I had a crush on someone, I would break up with him.
2: <laughs> Girl. <laughs> but granted like you just wanted to t- tap him real quick. That's yeah, because I've granted
1: like 15 to 20 years old, like I haven't like gone through really like my hoe phase yet. Yeah. Like I haven't, you know, like any uh, we all know that it, uh, I like a little bit of attention from that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I liked I liked dating around, you know, yeah. and um but yeah, like, I guess I was uh, looking back, like, I think I felt really guilty after that relationship ended because I knew that I wasn't doing right by him. Like yeah. I was always like, like wishy-washy. Like yeah. I remember I had a crush on this guy at a coffee shop, Coffee Bean, <laughs> it's not sponsored. Um, I had a crush on this guy at Coffee Bean, I had a huge, massive crush on him. And I like broke up with my boyfriend because I wanted to like pursue this crush but the crush didn't like me, he liked my coworker. <laughs> so I like I ended up not like nothing ever happened and I ended up getting back with my ex. You know what I mean? It was just like I look back at that, I'm like, that yeah. is so Did you
2: ever um like I used to um I used to like if a guy would be like, Do you want me to do you want me to come over? I'd be like, No, it's fine, you don't have to come over, you don't have to come over and then they wouldn't come over and you'd be pissed. Yes. Like I need you to be a mind reader.
1: When I say I don't want you to come over, that means come over. Exactly. Like, why aren't you trying that hard? And I had to realize, too, I can't remember what age this was, but I had to realize, like, oh, no, men are not going to read between the lines. Like, they're, like, so black and white. Like, they need, like... A yes or no. They don't need, like, a maybe so.
2: Yeah. And this is how... Okay. <laughs> and I was also, like... I think also a toxic shit of mine. I was like kind of delusional. And oh, I think same, I'm... <laughs>
1: same, bitch. <Girl. laughs> Y'all, I've, I've heard my old episodes.
2: <laughs> Literally, I had a guy, one of my guys, he was the kind of the love of my life that kind of broke me down, like, to the core. Like, he was the
1: one that low-key drove me to drinking, and... Was it the one that ended up recently getting married and having a kid. Yes, I know exactly. Like okay, okay. Yes, and we can talk about that because yeah, because you were in a relationship with him too, and that
2: one just randomly just stopped. I wrote my resentment list, um, <laughs> and I also did my, um, <laughs> I did a resentment towards him, and I also did my
1: um, uh, resentment list.
2: Yeah, like basically everything like he, I resent him for. So mm. I wrote that all down And I just left it there Oh okay Well and that's that actually smart
1: I've never done that before Yeah
2: I do that Every week For certain people
1: <laughs> Oh I know Well sometimes I'll like Write a letter And like not yeah. send it Actually recently I wrote a I wrote a letter And sent it to Morgan Did you? I've never talked about it On the show
2: You should say Well Should I read it? <laughs> you pro- why not I mean because and that's on, not because uh, I'm an AA so like that's also just a step like just writing down um like a letter and then reading it to the person mm-hmm. but my I did write a letter to this guy but I didn't send it to him because I just felt like it wasn't appropriate with him having mm-hmm. a wife and a kid right um and we kind of I just, let me let me see how deep we' about to get. So let's dive. <laughs> okay. Let's dive in. So I also at a point w- was pregnant with his child, and we didn't go through with it. And oh shit, I, we're talking about it. Okay, <laughs> I mean I knew, but like I just didn't think that you'd yeah. bring
1: it up. Okay, yeah. Um, do you mind talking? Well, I'm here to talk about whatever you're comfortable to talk about. Yeah,
2: I mean at this point, this is how I see my life. Everything that I've gone through in my life is a testimony, and I've recovered from these things. So a lot of the time, Christian women don't talk about the truth. Mm-hmm. And I think that it makes a lot of us feel isolated because mm. we don't feel like other people are going through it. But we are, and we have to be vocal about it. This is what I've been through. This is my life. I can't hide from it. Exactly. So. We, I love that.
1: I yeah. love that. That's amazing.
2: Okay. So.
3: You can shop from anywhere doing pretty much anything.
2: He, um, we didn't go through with it, and it was kind of. I was also kind of manipulated by him in a way because it was very much he didn't want to go through with it. But I was also I kind of wanted to keep the child because I felt like if I kept the child, it would keep uh, him. Keep him. That's a lot of times that
3: people do. Uh, yeah,
2: uh, it would keep him, and. Ever since, I was in love with this guy since I was 15. And I was going through with this till I was, what, 23, 24. And so that was a lot of, and it was constantly a, ga- a, a game of me trying to make him love me. And I, I was always just trying to be enough for him. And every single time, I came up short. I just came up short every single time. I was never enough. Um, and so I kind of realized, I came to a place where I was just like, okay, yeah, um, I have, your seat (laughs) essentially like that's the biggest gift of all and you're from an african family and so now you're going to have to marry me and now you're going to have to have me you know and again manipulation very toxic right but then we didn't go through with it and then he kind of came back in my life like a few years ago and uh, like a month or two after we started talking he was engaged get to be married and then had a child And so that made me carry a lot of resentment because it was like, damn, like, you don't want to have a child with me,
1: but you want to have a child with this other girl, you know? Did he tell you, like, to have that abortion?
0: Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: He persuaded me a lot to have it. It wasn't a thing like, oh, it was like, it's your choice, you know, whatever you want to do. It was just like... And you wanted to keep the child? I, um... I don't want to get emotional. Sorry. (laughs) It's okay, no. I, um... I did I think looking back I don't regret my decision but and and again I'm a woman of faith so we're not really supposed to you know we're not really supposed to do that however right. I just wasn't in, I couldn't imagine being um, a young mother and I still hadn't unpacked my alcoholism and so and with a child I don't think I would have I would have, I would have had the opportunity to unpack that and so I think that would have And I do believe in generational curses, so I think that kind of would have kind of intertwined in in that. And so um, I I think to answer your question, it wasn't. I I think if it was just left down to me, I would have a child today. Oh, and it was crazy because my just before I was like I was in the doctor and everything like that, and I walked in to the clinic. And the lady was like, what you here for? What you need? Like, just like, it was just like, it's another day for her. And right. I'm not like, make this huge decision. I'm devastated. She said that, and I ran out the room outside, and I was crying. I was like, please don't let me do it. Please don't make me do it. And he kind of just, like, talked me down. <laughs> don't cry. And he kind of was just like, it's okay. I'm to cry I'm a little. <laughs> and he was just like, it's okay. Let's just go back in. It will be okay. Let's just go back in. It will be okay. Like, at that point, I feel like he should have been like, Yo. No, he should
1: have listened to you. Like, like I let me get, take you home. Let's, take you, let's give it a moment. Let's
2: give it a day or two. And he was just I saying, like, like it's not really a child right now. It's just that it's just it's not even real. Like, it's almost like he was kind of manipulating me to think that it's not even a real thing. And I was young. So I and he was older. So I kind of just and I trusted him with everything. Like, this is the love of my life. So he could have told me, girl, the sky is purple. And I would have believed him at this point. Right. And so, yeah, with that um he so yeah and we went through it and what's crazy is that my my dad came to the my dad called me because I called my parents right before and my parents were just and told them what I was about to do and
1: my parents were like
2: we can't tell you what to do in this situation you
1: have to make that that. decision and And he should have he should have listened to that sorry not to no no he 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 should have yeah and and I'm, I'm not. I'm not just saying this to try to make you feel guilty. I'm saying this for those who are listening. Like, no one should ever press you to do do something to your body that, that you're you not ready to. to do. Absolutely,
2: absolutely. It was. It just. I wasn't in the mind space. Yeah. You know.
1: Right. And but I get why you fell into that. I understand. Yeah,
2: I definitely fell into because I I didn't have a mind of my own. I didn't right. know who I was. I and I, again that just goes back ties back into. Um, trying to allow somebody else to fill a void in you and make because decisions well, for you. Yeah, exactly. Because they they do feel fill, fill that void, and so now they are a part of you. It's almost like they have a soul tied to you because you've allowed them to take up that space within you, and so their soul is tied to your soul in the worst way. And so you almost trust everything that they say, and they have a, a part of you that you don't have control of, and that's why it's so important for. Ladies and men, just to know yourself and love yourself first, because you cannot allow anyone else to be able to manipulate you. Mm-hmm. Like you have to take control of them. Exactly,
1: especially with huge decisions like that. Yeah,
2: you and know? my dad. Shout out to my dad. My dad's the best dad.
1: And uh, that's in the, the thing. World. What I loved is that your your parents are, you know, very involved in the church. They are the yes. church. <laughs> you know, and like they are very, you know dedicated to their faith and stuff but yeah in that just dis- in that moment they're like you make that decision
2: yeah they told me we can't make decision for you and he called me and was like hey my dad lived um, like about a couple hours away from me and um, right before I called them and they were a couple hours away so when I was at the clinic he called me and he was just like hey where are you and I was just like I told him where I was and he was like okay and he was like be safe and I was like okay. And when I came, to, I, woke, I went under, and when I came through too, the, the nurse came and he was, she was like, there's this big black man <laughs> looking for you. She said that? Yeah.
1: I was say. like,
2: who? What? And lo and behold, my dad drove down to pick me up. Aww. And he... That's a p- man. He picked, and he... St- waited in the waiting room with <laughs> my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll,
1: I'll beat that out. Okay. The beat that out. Yeah.
2: yeah, he waited in the waiting room with him, and j- j- he, the guy told me like that was the most awkward moments of yeah. his life. Oh, but my dad didn't say a word to him. He op- my dad opened the door for me. I got in the car, and the whole two hours home, he just played Bob Marley music and didn't say a word. He just held my hand all the way home. So. So beautiful and where did your ex fucking go bitch where did he go i shouldn't bleep that <laughs> i don't know um he went back to dc that's where he okay. lived. so he went back to dc and we didn't really talk about it but that's when my heavy drinking started because i kind of cut it off with him and i went through this traumatic event and i didn't have anywhere to place my trauma so i placed it with with alcohol two dollar and fifty cents a uh, wine bottle from Kroger, and <laughs> Black and Miles,
1: period. <laughs> I've done the same thing, except yeah. it was Camel Crush <laughs> and, a, and a bottle Fireball.
2: Camel Crush was too expensive. Black and <laughs> Miles was like, what, $0.75? <laughs> Shoot. Do you remember
1: the Fireball days? Yes, girl. Oh, Good old man. times. Ugh, I hate Fireball now. I mean, no, I love Fireball if you want to sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fireball. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean- I didn't think that we'd go there and I love that you share that story cuz I think that like that's so important to talk about yes. and no one's ever I'm not I don't think I've ever talked about abortions even on this this show before so that's the very first time. Um, I've never had it so I I I don't I can't even imagine. Yeah. you know but I think again like what I said I just I'm only saying this not to for you, but for, like, everyone else. Like, it's your own decision.
2: Yes, it's your decision. It's your it's decision. Your and and that also goes into just why I'm more protective over my body now. Yeah. And who I'm choosing to give myself to in that way. Right. That's why I said, like, the last time in the pod, I don't really want to have sex until I'm married. Like, you know, because right. the next person I offer myself to in that way... I want to know that they're committed to me, right? And yeah,
1: and that's hard. I mean, I know what it feels like, you know. So how you said, like you guys were dating a few years ago, and like literally a couple months after, he's engaged and having a kid with someone else. Like, I mean, that's kind of what I'm going through with Morgan right now, where he's literally like, "Did I show you the photos? Their engagement photos? (gasps) I show you the engagement photos. He's engaged. Yes, he's engaged with her." So I can't like, I'm already, you know,
2: freaking twist.
1: Oh, they already know. But I just haven't told you yet. <laughs> but uh, by the time that they hear this episode, they already know. But um, yeah, so he's engaged with his girl. I'll show you the pictures later. And but so I know how that feels to feel like, how can you just replace me so quickly? So and quickly. But I feel like with yours is like even a step further because this man was in your life for years. And then quickly right after was Uh, it someone was it like an ex-girlfriend that he got back with like oh it was someone new someone
2: someone new it was someone new and listen when I say I loved this man like I used to make food for him and drive two hours just to drop off his food he wouldn't let me in his house because he says he was ashamed of his place um he finally brought a house which I helped him get Not financially, but, like, he showed me floor plans. I chose things in his house. Um, He just, so he pulled, he stringed me along by giving me.
1: What was his toxic behavior? Because, like, we talked about your toxic behavior. How did he have that power over you?
2: He was just, he was giving me each time. It was almost like a drug. That's the best way to see it. He, it's almost like he gave me a little bit of this drug every single time. Uh-huh. He never gave me a lot, so I didn't overdose. But he just gave me just enough to keep coming back, keep coming back. Right. And then it was also me being like, "Yo, if I keep coming back every single time, maybe I'm getting a little bit closer. Every time I'm getting, maybe I'm." So every time I was just going back for this drug, and it was like I'm empty. He makes me feel full, and so, so he was my fix. And
1: right. Yeah. Did he ever tell you, like, I love you, I want to be with you forever?
2: Did he ever tell me he loves me? You know, I and that's where I think the delusion came in. Because I don't yeah. think he's ever told me. he lo- Like, let me tell you one time. <laughs> one time. <laughs> can you just stop saying I'll this I'll beep it out. It's name. fine. Um, Call him something else. Call him. <laughs> Michael. There you go. Michael um told me it was Valentine's Day. I think I've told the story in this pop before, but I'm telling it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was Valentine's Day. And he, I was like, oh, you you coming for Valentine's Day? He, like a couple days before I asked him if he was coming, he was like, maybe, I don't know. Duh, duh, duh. So it came Valentine's Day, and I, I, I asked him if he was coming. He was like, no. And I was like, what do you mean you're not coming? He was like, I don't think I'm going to make it. And I was like, okay. Girl, I got up. I cleaned my room. Oh, you did? i i <laughs> <laughs> yeah we did talk about i this. cleaned my room i shaved my good parts i like lit candles i brought wine i cooked and i sat on my bed waiting for this man and i called him at like nine i'm like <laughs> where are you he was like oh i'm just driving around dc i might go to this bar and i was like oh so in my mind he was driving to me Right we start to think like Oh they're going to surprise me Yes with something. I thought he was going to surprise me So when I heard him in the car And I heard the engine I was like oh he's on his way to me Girl I went to bed I, By midnight I knew This guy Aww. was not coming to me I cried myself to sleep that day All the way until the next day And he still
3: wasn't there
1: And did you tell him that Did you ever tell him that like I'm- I did and do you know what he told me What I told you I wasn't coming <laughs> Need to laugh, but like no, but, it, but that's seriously the perfect. Crazy. that no, but that's but on Okay, I don't want to call you crazy because I think that's so normal <laughs> of us to think that like, oh, I know that they like us and I know they're gonna surprise us and do what we want them to do. When in reality, they're already showing themselves. Yes,
2: he, like I, not only he showing me, he told me he was not gonna <laughs> come. Yeah, he was up front. How this translated in my mind that this man's going to drive to me and surprise me <laughs> and I need to get everything ready is
1: beyond me. To this day, I don't understand that. But, yeah, girl. I mean, I get it because I've been there before. <laughs> like, I feel like I was there with Morgan. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there have been times where, like, even, for instance, after he cheated on me, I was like, oh, he's just, he, it's okay. Like, he's going to hes gonna realize, like, while he's with her that he, he wants to be with me and that he's going to show up in my door with flowers. <laughs> <laughs> did it happen.
2: We still waiting for the flags.
1: <laughs> They're just not here yet.
2: Listen, I'm still waiting for this nigga to show up for Valentine's. Day. <laughs> Chill. It's <laughs> a hot
1: mess out here in these streets. We be out here. I, I mean, shit. I've been fucking del- I mean, with Davion. I always just thought every single time <laughs> like that he would tell, you know, we would cuz you know, on and off for 3 years we were fucking and um that sounds really aggressive to we, <laughs> we was fucking <laughs> <laughs> and you know every single time we would start like having sex like he would say like you know i don't want a relationship but i'm like i'm gonna just get to do this because i know you want a relationship
2: <laughs> i remember and i was like girl <laughs> sis honey he
1: doesn't want a relationship <laughs> And as soon as it's like you know, I realize he has a lot of relationship. I'm like, why? Did you
2: because want- women think we can change, right? Men. Yes. we think that there's something that's our toxic trait. Yeah, that's my we toxic think trait. We can. There's something so magical and unicornic about us that we can just change their minds. If a man tells you who he is, sisters, sis, we gotta believe. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta to believe. take it as it is. We right. have to just take it as it is because you're gonna be constantly trying to prove yourself. Right. And I will promise myself, I will never be in a relationship where I feel like I have to constantly prove my worth. Or prove my value. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't see it, honey, it's radiating over me. So if you don't see it, that means there's something wrong with you. And you need to go figure that out. Exactly. Because I'm radiating with value. And I'm radiating with with just beauty inside right. and out
1: and also just like I think with that confidence just knowing that like not every motherfucker is going to get that yeah so just making sure that that person gets it and you know
2: don't give everybody access to you don't give everybody access to your energy don't mm. give don't be entity it's okay to say no sometimes to these you were mans. saying yes
1: to everything back there
2: <laughs> listen If a dog can roof <laughs> where's the bone you know <laughs> give a dog a bone I was giving every dog a bone <laughs> Over here, like Oprah, <laughs> for you, for you, yeah. you get a moment. You, you get you, get you get pussy, you got pussy, girl. <laughs> just throwing it out like it was free, right? Well, it was, and that's why I rep- I respect sex workers because they <laughs> at least they're getting something. <laughs> they business minded. We <laughs> right. over here just <laughs> just hand, <laughs> this hand this
1: shit hand out. out. <laughs> I mean, I haven't even. There's no samples coming out my fucking vagina. Yeah, no.
2: Well. It's fine. But with all that being said.
1: we <laughs> back to being delusional. <laughs> I was still, yeah, no. Yeah. It, so it was
2: there was a lot of toxic toxicity in me and with him also. Um,
1: yeah, so. Yeah. And then so how did you feel? Obviously, you felt awful. But, like, what did you do to kind of get over the fact, like, Right after you guys broke up a few years ago and you got, you know, married and had, you know, a baby on the way. Like, what did you do to, like... I replaced him.
2: <laughs> I did. I got <laughs> a boyfriend. Oh, That's when you? I got the boyfriend oh. from Ghana. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, after he broke up with me, my grandmother passed. Randomly, I called. Um, I got in communication with this guy I've known for for years. I've known him since I was living in Ghana. Um, he used to be my spiritual leader go figure and um, he was a singer at at, um, a big church in Ghana Mm. and I met him there and so when my grandmother passed a few years ago I got back in contact with him and he's but he was even when I was with my ex in college he used to tell me how much he was in love with me back then and um (laughs) is out here out yeah. of control but um, yeah so then when we got in contact again that's when we started talking and dating so I kind of again just replaced the void you were a
1: serial dater
2: I was a serial dater because I had to I had to fill this right. emptiness right. somehow so that's how I filled it with another guy and then now you're alone and that's okay and now I'm single and I'm loving it yeah
1: do you remember we used to go on double date remember that double date we went on or attempted double date yes girl what happened I remember we went. You met some guy on Hinge, yes. And you like invited what you happened? out. Did, we was, went, I, was I drinking? then? We were drinking. Oh, then I,
2: That's why I can't remember. Yeah, <laughs> and then he
1: had a friend, and you're like, "Girl, come out with us." And I was like, "Okay, cool. Like, maybe this could be the one."
2: <laughs> did I set did I set you up? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't really click. He didn't. He, I don't even think he was like attracted to me. He didn't really like. Who was this? It was that guy that could sing.
2: I vaguely girl, you know
1: (laughs) And he was like I don't know, you could sing. (laughs) That's all I remember is like he could sing. And we were like I remember we were drinking I think we went to that place by the hookah lounge in Hollywood, that hookah lounge we would always go to. Oh oh you had your blue wig on. I have Snapchats from that. Oh my that time.
2: What a throwback. Jeez. Thank God for grace, I tell you. I was a hot mess. We were just—we were going out. We were, out. we were out here in these streets. Girl. I was out here frolicking in these streets.
1: Yeah, girl. I mean, tonight. nothing scandalous happened that no, night. I just remember, scandalous. like, I just didn't. It, me and that guy I didn't even. I he didn't even look at me. <laughs> he didn't notice me. I was just like, damn. I'm over here thinking like I can possibly meet the one tonight, and then, <laughs> that's my toxic trait my toxic trait back then was like oh my god like if i go on this date this might be the one like i always would go into a thing like this could be it this could be the one this could be the one and then i would just get fucking turned down every time and to to the point where i became like numb where i'm like fuck it i don't give a shit (laughs) and i met morgan (laughs) (laughs) how did that go We all know how He's that works. <laughs> He's engaged. And not with me. I'm still waiting for the flowers. <laughs> okay, I'm not waiting for those fucking flowers. Girl. <clears throat> but yeah.
2: But know. now I would say, like, I'm talking to someone and I just met him. So how's that going? Do you know what's crazy about this? A lot of my. It's almost like operating in corrective behavior. Because there are still certain things about me that I, I kind of default to, and I have to check myself. But I I know myself well enough to know when something is an old like a toxic trait can, trying to kind of like slither in. Really? Like what, yeah. what do you mean? Like for example, um, and and he is an amazing communicator, and he even if we don't work out, one thing I've gathered from him is that. There, my standards of thinking of, of wanting a guy that can communicate to the way I like mm-hmm. I like to be communicated with it is possible so for example like with him he used to like he would get it, like a text message and I'm like oh is that your side chick oh my god you do that I did that oh and my then, god literally recently and then he he was like I need to step out and make a phone call and he was and I was like Mm, is that your? Is, I was is like, that, uh, I, this is separate times, obviously, right, uh, different right. days. And then, and he was—he made the phone call, put it on speaker, and I heard it was a guy. And then he stepped out. Then he came back in. He was like, "Hey, come talk to me real quick." And I was like, hey. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, "He was like, I've noticed that. You know, this is like the second time that you've said something like that." He was like, "Where is this coming from? What Ooh. what is this triggering in you?" I looked at him like and it became it was a very healthy conversation because he told he's aware of my past so he is being a patient enough to ha- to allow me to to, to embrace and to learn from these traits. These, so, again, it's correcting my old behaviors. And so now I'm able to see, okay, this is something that I need to work on. What is it triggering in me when, you know, is, am I right. waiting for him to be like, am I waiting for him to be like, yeah, there's another girl. And right. so, you know, so, again, it's just me trying to almost find a reason not to being
1: something good. I do the same thing, too. Oh, my God, we're both the same type <laughs> of toxic. Like, I remember with... Well, I mean, granted, it was Morgan, but I remember with Morgan, I would always say that where he'd like, he would like bring up a random memory. And I know for a fact that it wasn't me. And I was like, wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like, dog, like, I swear, I invited you to watch me play basketball at one time. I was like, it wasn't me. I was like wrong bitch. Was and it I, you? No, oh, because okay. I made him look back at our messages. I was he's like, I, I swear to God, I'm gonna dig through. And he dig through, he couldn't find it. And I even digged through, I couldn't find it. I was like, wrong bitch. <laughs> like, so I guess that was like a very accurate moment. But like I would always make those comments, you know? Yeah. It's a tough- and he never really tried to validate me. Like he kind of was just like, let me act that way. Yes. And um Absolutely. with Chris now, Chris and I are com- completely different from Same. i was with morgan she but like just how you were saying like i remember i don't know if you saw but i put up a screenshot on twitter and instagram where it was like uh, me blowing up Morgan's yeah i, saw I was yeah. like what are you doing yeah. like why are you ignoring me and i talked to chris about it and chris was like you know if you were behaving that way i would sit down with you and be like okay where is this coming from yeah you exactly. know and like that's what a grown-ass man i've never experienced anything like
2: this and even to the point he is very in tune with my he's very in tune with my energy so even the other day there was something wrong with me and he was about to leave and i hugged him and he was like "Uh uh-uh what's wrong just from a hug because he could feel the resistance in the hug he wasn't he could feel the energy in the hug and he wouldn't leave until he sat and you know i told him and this is also another way that i know i'm changing i said to him i don't want to talk about what's what's bothering me because I'm not sure if it's reality or if it's my feelings because feelings are Mm -hmm. fleeting Mm -hmm. and feelings can sometimes be out of insecurity, it could be something within you that is um, triggering certain feelings, and it may not be actually what is happening. Right. And so I told him, I need to figure out where this feeling is coming from so I know to deal with it with myself or if it's something that you are really doing. Right. And so it may not be a him problem, and it wasn't. It was a me problem, and so I, I didn't want to, you know... Before I'd have been like, well, you didn't do this and you didn't, do that, and you, and but it was something wrong with me. It was
1: nothing he was doing. Right. You know I, what think, I'm I think I think it, it honestly, like I think I agree with you, and I also, but I also think sometimes it is the person. Oh, of course. So it, like it really just kind of depends. But you have to
2: take the second to figure, to figure out, out which one which is one. It. it is exactly exactly
1: like because I I have a coworker who just always gets jealous every time she has a boyfriend. She always gets jealous if he like likes another girl's photo. Like, for every single boyfriend that she's had. And, that. and even with, like, the ones that are loyal and not even, like, trifling. You know yeah. what I mean? So, I think in those cases where it's like, okay, if you're having this issue with every single one, that's something It's, you an insecurity, have to, it's insecurity within you. And for me, like, I think with Morgan, that behavior, um... That was, like, out of character for me. Yeah. Because now with Chris, it's crazy. Like, now I'm in a healthy relationship. I see more of a toxic. I see way more toxic toxic shit that I didn't realize was toxic back then. But, you know, with Chris now, it's like, oh, shit, wait. Like, I'm actually not super jealous. Yeah. Like that.
2: Same. And the thing is, like, I could, again, communication. Like, this guy's communication is impeccable. He would, he's, like, the kind of person. He would be like, hey. This week, I may not see you as much because I need to work on stuff that I'm going through. I, there's some internal... He says, right. check myself at the door. Like, there's some things internally he has to check within himself. Right. But even within that, he wouldn't just go ghost. He would call me every morning or text me. He would always check in with me every single day. Mm. Before, that would have been a problem because I'm like, why are you not texting me all day? Girl, like... That was fine with me. Check in, right? Don't, beca- right? But it's all because I'm fine being by myself. I exactly, by myself. I'm happy. Exactly. I'm happy exactly.
1: with myself. Yeah. And I think with Morgan, too, it's like I could put the blame on Morgan, but I also, at that time of my life, I was not happy with myself. Yeah. So it was like a mixture of all of it. It becomes you obsessive.
2: Know? Yeah. Right. It becomes
1: obsessive. And, and I you think, become possessive as well. Right. And I think that I continued to, like, work on myself, even, you know, throughout the end of the relationship to after the relationship <clears throat> up until today. Like, I've continued to work on myself. And now that I am in a healthy relationship, it's like, oh, shit. Like, I don't if – I'm not going to trip about – you like in a girl's photo because I don't got time for that.
2: And it's about, I, I trust you. It's about balance, right, right? right? It's like you have to leave room for for your for yourself to also grow within that space and it's it's so strange going through like in my, sometimes I'm like, why am I not more obsessed with this man? Why is it? Yeah. Why am I? It, oh my god! I see the same thing. Does not mean I don't like him as much? But it's because like you're it's used healthier. to exactly, it's healthier, exactly, and you're used to being in toxic uh, situation where things you're are going, always going crazy. Right, things are, and I, right. I call my friend. I was like, things are just calm. And like this it's is like, good. I want to. Th- just make destruction happen like i need right. to feel some bigger some excitement but right. that's toxicity like just, that is that is so toxic to feel that you have to be in something destructive to be able to feel something and that feeling makes you feel like you like that person
1: right and 100% cuz i just mentioned that in the episode with rose where i was like i needed to feel like i was like i questioned my feelings for for chris cuz i was like i'm not like going crazy yes. is this like is this okay? Yes. And then I and I checked myself, and I'm like, oh no, it's because I do like him, but this is like a healthier At way progression, right? Like this is actually healthy. <laughs> Getting to know someone. This isn't drama. Like exactly. this isn't you know like this isn't and I'll and I'll admit my toxic behavior um, is the fact that I love the toxic behavior. Yes,
2: I think that's the. We can conclude this episode. We figured like, it out. Th- that's
1: really what it was. Like, yeah. I honestly, I think. Flourish and, and toxicity. And I tell Chris this all the time. I'm like, I would have never, ever appreciated Chris if I didn't go through a Morgan. Yes. It because Morgan Preach. literally gave me everything toxic to the point where it got me so fucking exhausted yes. that I had to, like, check myself and realize my worth. And then now I'm able to receive love in a better way and to give love in exactly. a better way because i'm like i'm so sick of this drama yes i've been through a hella yes. seasons with this drama like it's exhausting and it it's is. And yes it, takes it makes so, great content but like that's <laughs> not it takes
2: so much out of you it takes so much it takes so much out of you just having and, and, again, that's what I was just talking about, like just being able to recognize, because we're not going to change overnight, right? We're not going to just automatically being something healthy. And then being in something healthy when you're used to toxicity feels uncomfortable. Yes. And, it feels and that's like why I always I'd never gave,
1: gave attention to the good guys before. Yeah,
2: it feels like something's wrong because just, like, I'm used to being a whir- in a whirlwind, and there's no whirlwind going on, so I don't know if I even like you like that.
1: I mean, honestly, like to be real, like maybe they would come randomly, but most of the time I only attracted toxic guys yeah. because I wanted toxic, toxic behavior, behavior and yeah. I was toxic to my own self. Yep. I was fucking drinking and partying every fucking weekend, smoking hella cigarettes, um, just not giving a shit about my health and just, you know, living a little bit of a rock star yeah, lifestyle same. and just like just fucking, give, you know, giving this fucking wop. <laughs> You know what I mean? this <laughs> out, like you know what I mean. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that. Like I think that there was there was something so powerful but we and go important. Stages
2: and seasons. Yeah, there's
1: something so powerful and important and with you know, within having that open sexuality, and I learned a lot about my body. But um, but at the same time, like I, I wasn't happy. Yeah, you know, no. I well, I didn't know how to make myself happy. Right. Um, and I f- try again, filling the void. Yeah. So that's why I, I attracted dudes like Charles, yeah. dudes like davion because at the end of the day like charles and davion are not bad people it's yeah. just like it was just toxic relationships yeah. you know that just it wasn't a fit morgan especially
2: it was yeah morgan which is awful I, he, <laughs> morgan morgan you need to see jesus but um <laughs> yeah girl so being in something healthy now just shows my just show i it took me having to be broken in that way. Mm-hmm.
1: broke therapy. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, to be able to be who I am today because if I didn't... To be honest, if I didn't go through everything that I went through, uh, what I talked about in the be- beginning of this episode... I, when I think about it, I wouldn't have probably tapped into my alcoholism, mm-hmm. and I don't know when in my life it would have popped up, because it's in me, right, it just had to, it has to manifest somehow, right, right. and so if that didn't happen, I wouldn't have drank, and if I didn't drink at this time, I wouldn't been able to rec- be sober, Right. but now... I can go into my thirties and I can get married and I can be, and I can have my children, but I'm in, t- I, I know that, Hey sis, you just can't drink. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. You can't. And I'm able to be there and, um, be there for myself and for my family. Without having to be like, what if I had postpartum depression and then my drinking started? You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. And then I'm going down a and then you spiral. realize that
1: you had this 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 addiction. Uh, yeah, problem, exactly. Right. And then
2: I would have to, of course, I would hope that my family would stick with me in that time. But having to bring children in that, you right. know, it just wouldn't. It would. It's easier to do it when I'm by myself and single. Then it would have been when I'm. Having, I agree. I have a family, so I
1: think like, I guess. If you, if someone, whoever is listening and you are going through like one of those like toxic phases into your, you know, your life where you are dealing with a lot and getting into these really toxic or unstable relationships, I think that it's like, I mean, obviously get out of the toxic relationship, but I think (laughs) just really appreciate every experience that you're going through because at the end of the day, we're going to learn from it and you got to learn from it and it takes, and it takes work, but it's fucking beautiful. Yes. It is. It's fucking beautiful. It is. And uh, it's cool to, like, look back and be like, yo, like, I battled, you know, you battled, you know, alcoholism. Yeah. Like, that's something that you could proudly be like, yo, like, I fucking did that.
2: Two years, December 2nd. And that th- and that's a huge
1: <laughs> accomplishment, you know? Yeah. And so, like, and also, like, all the experience that you've gone through with, with your ex and... All that stuff like that, like it's it's so like unfortunate, and it's um, I'm sure like in the moment it was I can't even imagine, yeah, you know. But like, damn, to really come out and be like, I experienced this, I've learned my lesson, this is like shaped me to be the person I am today. Absolutely. Like, I think that's just fucking like that's the whole point of the show. <laughs> you know what I no, mean? No, like, for real, yeah. like
2: it it makes you who you are, and that's why it's character building. It's <laughs> character <laughs> building, we're building systems. But, yeah yeah it, yeah it makes you who you are and at the end of the day like again i have to share i can't go through something and not share it to me what's the point of me even going through it if you right. can't help other people that are going through it especially if, you, if
1: the universe put us together yeah absolutely so so i agree yeah, yeah. Oh, I
2: love you. I love you, too. I'm I t- love us. This is my first time, like, actually talking Yeah, about you got
1: really vulnerable. I love it. I love it. I did. This. I, I, I did. want everyone. That's the thing. is like, I feel like you are a part of the show, but, like, we haven't, like, dived. You always come on the show and you help me through my shit, but we haven't dived into, like, your shit. Yeah. So, I'm glad <laughs> that they got to see it your issues e- and not just mine.
2: <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> and that's what it was. It was just, like, a part of my toxic behavior was pretending like, I was this pristine, perfect person that didn't go through that, that nothing affected. That, that you know, just I just I'm, I was the kind of person that was just battling things, and I came out right. like successful in the end. And I just have this gleaming light on me, and inside I was dying, but you could only see this light that was shining off me, but you couldn't see my inside,
1: right? And right. so
2: now it's just like, I'm wait, wait, there's, wait, always, there's always
1: work, and yeah, there's always, it's always, always like, work, like, again, like how it came up in the situation with. That you're dating now, where it's like, okay, like, oh, it's still there. So it's still like, you know, it's still gonna come up. You still gotta fight, you still gotta battle, but like, you always will get better. Yeah,
2: always. And this is the healthiest I've been in relationship in my life, in my Same. person, with my family. Who are we? I'm in such a happy place. Like, I'm happy internally. Yeah. I'm a bit chubby because of quarantine, but that's okay. <laughs> period because guess what we can lose weight yeah <laughs> exactly like weight comes and goes like but it's for me like if my heart is together my heart is whole and it hasn't been whole in a long time so
1: i love that that makes me so proud we we you. both come a long way i will girl say. i feel like we're kind of we having this together yeah we did we did it's only been like four years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my god it's been like four well, years. maybe like three yeah that's crazy but like thing. i feel like a lot could happen yeah um Again, like I said, like, think, you know, if you're going over a breakup, you won't care in, like, a year. Did I say in this episode or last episode? I don't know. Whatever. Well, any last words? <laughs>
2: um, Just love yourself, most importantly. And, um, yeah, you can just love. Just love.
1: <laughs> just love. <laughs> love carefully, but love, love yourself carefully. first. Love yourself first. We are hella fucking cheesy, but I love it.
2: Yeah, I mean that's what it is. These cliche things are cliche for a reason, because they have meaning.
1: Exactly. And that's why they need to be said constantly, constantly. Because it needs to be ingrained in everybody. Like, yeah, love yourself. Yeah, we hear all the time, but no, but really.
2: Yeah. No, but really. <laughs> but like really. No, like go love yourself
1: and shit. <laughs> <laughs> <For real. laughs> All right, go plug yourself, beach.
2: youngs y'all can find me on the gram or whatever uh, J Clark. C-L-A-R-K-E. That's Clark with an E. Like Clark Kent, like Superman. <laughs> and oh, underscore. J Clark underscore is my Instagram.
1: And then follow me, Stephanie Megan, or gonna brocotherapy.com. All that shit is there, including the merch. Go buy yourself some merch. We got some sweatpants, t-shirts. Sweatpants, got Ste- <laughs> hoodies, steph sweatshirt. Got my back, literally. Literally, I am <laughs> on your back.
2: Steph got my back.
1: All right, bye. bye Love guys. you guys. Love y'all. Bye.
2: Thanks for listening.
1: Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Rope Girl Therapy. Therapy. Girl Therapy.